Yeah. It's interesting you bring that up because yes, part of part of this reading is also to help you with that, right? To to increase the trust in what you're actually experiencing and and see kind of the bigger multidimensional picture of that. Um, because that's often what we need, right? We need to just kind of have some sort of right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, validation. <laughs> but you know, with that said though, you're still in this kind of reality, right? So you're trying like I always I think I explained to someone once, I go, I just sometimes I always see this scene of just two and it, it's an earthly scene like an ocean scene and a mountain scene I said but I feel like I have a foot here and a foot there yeah. so that's kind of like what I what I feel like I have mm-hmm. this foot in two worlds right and just trying to dance in both the you know the best I can your soul origin um where you can consider your soul was formed i.e. <laughs> splitting out from a group consciousness is in the Andromeda galaxy, M31. And it is a, it's a different galaxy than the Milky Way galaxy. It's our most, uh, it's our sister galaxy to Milky Way. And it's said that Andromeda galaxy and Milky Way galaxy are, are going to like in, in some hundred thousands of years from now or more will, will collide. And who knows in, uh, you know, universal history, if if actually it's been one and, and the same uh, and it's it's separated and then it's coming back because, you know, that's how energy works, right? It's zeros and ones. It's always this polarity that is needed for something to exist. So um, it's on and off, you know, <laughs> but um, the important point here is that you, your soul as its most most kind of origin is associated with uh, another galaxy than what we're in now. And you, I put a, um, a picture here of uh, a number of different galaxies that we are aware of. Um, so the Andromeda galaxy is size-wise bigger. Uh, I put it in here. It's a part of the Andromeda constellation. It's not the same. The Andromeda constellation is something different than the Andromeda galaxy. But here you can see the position of it. It's like a spiral there in that uh, left-hand picture. So Andromeda is going to, uh, as a constellation and a galaxy, um, Andromeda overall is going to play a big role in your galactic heritage. You did have uh, one of your first incarnations as an individual soul was in Andromeda Titawin. And Andromeda Titawin is um, uh, the alignment that you have to Pluto uh, in a trine. So often uh, we can detect incarnations galactically through conjunctions, you know, or oppositions. But you... Uh, and this this came out intuitively. Andromeda to Tawin is one of your first kind of places as a soul where you incarnated, and you were a seven dimensional higher etheric. So you had a non physical body, which is very very uh, common, right? In the beginning of our soul's journey, we are not choosing to incarnate in the physical body. We often uh, exist as an energy and that's higher etheric is really that very high vibrating. 
and you worked with the energy of uh, creation itself. And that's also, I've seen that multiple, multiple times, right? In the beginning, when we are starting to experience ourselves as a soul, we want to work with creation itself and, and you know, um, energy, basically pure, pure energy. And that's what, what you did too. Now, um, Titawin, Andromeda Titawin specifically, and we'll look at a map of, of uh, the Andromeda constellation in a second, is a feminine star, like feminine energy, very, because um, often uh, there's either masculine domination uh, in terms of energy or feminine domination. So, but Titawin specifically is a feminine star energy associated with. And here, uh, and I'm reading from some notes that I channel, like when I work with your energy, I, I write, I have to write down because otherwise I, I won't remember. Here you got your first experience with creation as an individual soul that is flavoring your authentic leadership today. So um, you have that natural energy as part of your soul of a spiritual warrior passion for science, <laughs> inspiring. And uh, you are also uh, like Titawin and spe specifically is a star that is about unconditional love and harmony. So all of those qualities, your soul is of um, naturally. It's like it, in the skeleton of your soul, that's, that's what you have. Now, we're going to take a look at your chart here and how I see that um, um, here in at the Pluto alignment, you see that trine to Andromeda Titawin and look at the 0 0.01, right? It's such a close orb. Like an orb is like how how close it is in alignment. And you can also see the, the squares there to Aldebaran, Antares, and Hiatus. Hiatus is uh, an energy. Uh, yeah, I have also put up kind of how, how it looks like in the sky there. The Hiatus is, is related to energy... Um, of galactic heritage around creativity. So there's a square there, like the life force that you were working with, you know, that creator energy was limited of some, for some, in some way. And how it expresses itself in this life is that you may not have always have had access to that. You know, your inner creativity, your inner, um, um, passion, if you will. And uh, the channeled messages that came out there was related to, you know, that favoring of linear, uh, linear thinking, and that it actually is linked into the ancestral karma, which I will talk about later. And Chiron is associated, you know, that, uh, that key symbol mm -hmm. is really associated with our core wound. So uh, I'm not surprised that this is this is definitely a an important theme that you are your soul is carrying right, uh, but it still is working on. Um, Chiron here is what you are the wound that you are turning into a gift. 
<clears throat> and you're also working with the galactic point here, the great attractor. The great attractor, I'm going to show you later, um, there are a number of black holes in the universe that is kind of driving the energy. And our own black hole here in, in, um, in the Milky Way is the um, galactic center. You have uh, natural access coming from an, another galaxy to the great attractor, which is the, one of the biggest black holes that drives the universe. <laughs> so there is also a square there. The way I translate this, Kate, for you is that you are meant in this life to connect back with the vast life force that you are. The Pluto here, as you can see at the bottom of the chart, is linked to both Neptune and Venus. And Venus in the 12th house, that's your divine feminine essence that comes through there. Um, and it's linked way into Andromeda. You can see that Andromeda galaxy is right around your Venus. You have uh, an exact alignment almost to Andromeda Mirage of your Venus. And, and the reason I'm pointing out your Venus here is that your Venus is at the 29th degree. And uh, which is telling me a lot. Uh, and I have some messages around that 29 degree uh, Venus, <clears throat> which I will get to. But Venus and Neptune are key alignments here. And next theme, we are going to focus on your alignment to Crux for the Neptune there in Scorpio. Because that is that is some powerful energy. <clears throat> now... Uh, this is a is a significant incarnation theme uh, in your soul's journey, and it's associated with your Neptune, your spiritual self, right? So part of your life's journey is to come back to all of that spiritual self, connect back with your talents and gifts working with light, but also uh, your divine feminine, um, qualities of your soul. You're meant to really connect. And in the sixth house, it actually has to do with your work, your daily life, you know, what you do every day. So Neptune in the sixth house, it's like you are a spiritual seer, right? You are a spiritual, uh, and your journey here with those squares in the beginning of the chart is that your your journey is to find yourself back to that. And it might not always have been easy, right? It's it's this growth opportunity that you're uh, asked to, to or this journey that you're asked to go on. And I'm going to show you now, I have an image here of Crux. And these images are meant for you to connect just with the energy of it. And, and you know, this is what we have. We're building a, we're building a, a body of knowledge, right? We're, only I can only imagine we're in the beginning of connecting with information like this. So this is what we have, right? We have some images, <laughs> we have some constellations, drawings, but your soul is like, yeah, 
here we are, here we have this experience and then she's connecting with it now. And it's like, but this is, these are the tools we have now to, to make sure you, you connect with it. So it's a reason for me to show, you know, this cross formation, the crux called the Southern Cross. It's visible from the Southern hemisphere. Um, but it's a it's a it's a cross formation. It's close to the Centaurus constellation as well. You can see the you can see the um, Centaurus constellation there in the other in the, one of the pictures with the with the crux cross. Uh, mm -hmm. I forgot to mention. I it just popped in. Uh, I was reminded here. Here in crux, do you have any? Um, affinity to water or um you know amphibian kind of water mm -hmm. earth a big joke in my family that mom doesn't get in the pool <laughs> <laughs> so i just wanted to mention because that was a piece of very interesting information i thought you were an amphibian human because you were asking me about can you you know the body type is really important for you to know more about and here you were, and this is actually tracked down to uh, souls from crux. Often incarnations here were like an amphibian. So whatever that means, uh, that what that opens up in you is, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And you were here a ninth dimension. Like you, you imagine this is the as high high vibrating you've ever been in this crux uh, theme here. But as an amphibian, whatever, whatever that means, um, it is that you are uh, bringing two elements together, water, earth kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I thought that was interesting because most of your galactic life or soul history has been more as a, you know, an energy, not necessarily as a, as a physical body, but this seemed to be, to me, uh, more of a physical body, but relating to water, relating to earth. And um, I'm being led to think that also life on earth is going to be much more uh, circulating around water. So there is some, some uh, ability that you have here potentially, and that might be a lead in to, for you to start relating to water as a consciousness. Because that's that may be something that you have actually done <laughs> as an amphibian in the past. <laughs> I'm just happy. We go. we go back to your birth chart. We're talking about Uranus now. We're still in the fourth house at the bottom of the of the um, chart here, and your Uranus is conjunct Hydra. Hydra is, and you may have heard it in my videos. I talked a lot about Hydra because there's been a lot of activation of Hydra constellation energy. Now with both Venus in, um, and and Lilith and Leo, and there's been a lot happening in Leo. So this is part of your activation right now. When Venus is right around there, um, you can see I've pulled in the transits in green here because that's the transiting uh, planets in our solar system. Venus is right there um, highlighting for you, you the importance of your alignment to Hydra and you have incarnated in Hydra constellation uh, in, in your past. And I want to share with you, you have such powerful energy here. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you why. 
your your Uranus here is aligned to Hydra. So that's you have had an incarnation there. Uh, you also have an alignment to Regulus, which is uh, one of the royal stars connected into um, Archangel um, Raphael. And you have those uh, alignments showing in your galactic chart. Opposite this is Jupiter up in the 10th house at one degree. And Jupiter, you have aligned to another royal star, Fomenhaut, which is also associated with angelic energy, Archangel Gabriel. Now, as you can see, transiting Saturn, the green Saturn up there at the very top, is activating that placement as well. So no wonder you and I are here talking, because this is exactly you know, what's activating in this theme is very activating in your life now. It's like turning on a switch, right? It also comes with a trine, and I'll show you in your galactic chart, to your home, so to say, M31 Andromeda Galaxy. It's a trine to that, which is a flowing energy. Also very, you know, it's supportive energy of yours. You also working with two black holes, Trine, Shapley Attractor, and the Galactic Center. So here you have soul memory, soul energy of expansion, of life force, being in your full prime of energy. And it's in your fourth and 10th house. Again, it's that inner journey bringing out uh, and expanding. You have Jupiter in the 10th house. Wow. So... Yeah, I feel like I'm, I feel like I've kind of just been pulling back, pulling back, pulling back, as they kind of told me, you've just been kind of like pulling back this slingshot and you're just ready to just kind of let it mm -hmm. loose. And now's the time. Now the, the, if you want to call it planetary alignment or energy or whatever it is for me at this point is such that it's super supportive for me to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that slingshot, uh, when you let that go, that's the energy that you have there uh, in this theme. Like what that energy that releases when you let that go, that slingshot, that's the theme here we're talking about. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think that it's also the, if you want to call it, the stories that you tell yourself, I guess of why you're doing it, but they really don't really exist. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, I'm kind of wasting energy. I'm wasting my energy kind of trying to stay somewhere instead of telling myself, well, if I don't do that, then this is going to happen where like mm -hmm. nothing shows up, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. show up, you know? So, yeah, but yeah, I think that it's funny how, when you talk about that, you're being super supportive. I was very hesitant to uh, go down this path. Right. And then I just finally kind of had a conversation with my husband. I said, look, I just, you know, I probably can't put the genie in the bottle back in the bottle. So I'm going to need to kind of like see where this goes. And um, I just remember writing, like, they just said, you don't like, you can't even fathom how supported and protected mm -hmm. you are. 
you have nothing to be afraid of. Like you are surrounded by just like infinite amount of beings, right? They just kept on telling me that, like, just to try to make me be brave. (laughs) Yes, yes. And we're getting into more of recent soul history here involving your sun, Mercury, and moon. And in your chart here, you have uh, Andromeda, as I said, was a very important hub for you or, or constellation. And yes, you incarnated here in Andromeda um, also more recently. Um, you have some more numerology in your chart. You're, uh, you, there's an asteroid, Eros, is at 444 in your chart next to Mercury here in Aries. And I'll show you in your chart. You mm-hmm. also have um, your moon. And this is kind of the 11th house theme we're talking about. <laughs> the, all the networking, the groups, the soul family, if you will, that we're talking about. Um and you did incarnate here in Andromeda Alparats. Um, yeah, and a crystal, I don't know if you're into crystals, but a crystal came up that might be helpful uh, to for you to connect with this theme. Is, Probably have it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Herkimer Diamond. Oh. Herkimer Diamond is, is one that's associated with this numerology of, of 444 and the Eros placement there that you have. Asteroid Eros is, again... Uh, an energy that wants to link you back to your inner passion, your life force. Um, It actually also speaks to astral traveling. So uh, you asked me to identify gifts that you have that may, you may not have connected with yet. So astral traveling is a uh, gift of yours that you have done a lot as a soul. Uh, And also the past life memory recall. So uh, I'm not surprised that we're, you know, from here, you may also be very interested in, you know, past life regression or working with any type of things that uh, recall past lives in other people and and help them translate that. Uh, You are already a, I was given, you're already a five, fifth dimensional soul here. There, you, you're not a, a third dimensional soul. You're, you're a fifth dimensional soul here. 30% of your soul is operating here on earth plane. 70% of your soul is actually associated with Andromeda. So was a message here around this. Um, you're here to help stabilize the birth and expansion on earth. You're here to help balance the negative energy, lack victim energy. You're meant to share your spiritual technology in collaboration and co-creation with others. You are a courageous, highly rewarded soul already. Right. You have you have that what I call star royalty in in your chart. And you you are invited to start seeing yourself as as an advanced soul that has a huge contribution here. You are bringing unity new unity consciousness to earth and then be prepared to go into uncharted territory and connect to earth is important like your your connection to earth is important open to synchronicities and open yourself even more to mystery and the direction is revealed 
And again, it came through, you are fully supported on earth. Like this whole support thing is, is there is something in there for you to fully step into believing because part of that is unlocking your, your power. Not like there's probably anything that's typical, but like, what do you seem to run across in your readings? Like, mm -hmm. is it um, typical for not to get all your work done, obviously? <laughs> um, if I look at the totality of your energy, there is no chance that you will not, right? Based on the power that you have and your experiences that you're drawing from, now, in linear life, it depends on how long it will take, right? Is it within this incarnation or is it another one, right? But I have looked into where you're going next. So uh, humans, we can, we can play with probability, right? As a human, but your soul already knows what the, what the end goal is here, what, where the end, um, how it looks like. Like it's already... And especially you have your uh, Andromedan soul there that's kind of helping, kind of, ooh, you know? The the purification that you're asked to do in this life is to, to come into a stronger belief in yourself and to believe that you're that supported, for sure. That it feels strongly... Um, and there's no there's no chance that uh, a soul with your um, prominence and taking on these you know big contracts for Earth in terms of supporting ascension, there's there's no chance that you won't succeed, if you will. That's just my uh, intuitive sense at this point. But it's. It's a mind game, right? In human form, we can say, oh, is it this or is it that? But your soul already knows. It just is. And that's that's the energy you're asked to tap into. Because I also want to share that your soul essence is purple. And purple vibration is of the higher order. Right, that's that's the uh, vibration you come in with as a soul that you carry with you each incarnation is of that purple ray, and it is basically to teach others by being in the grocery store uh, how to transcend the physical world and align with our higher self. Like that is that purple ray, and that's that's you are of that right, and and also this uh, and it's connected to the crown chakra. So you can, uh, you're a part of, um, you know, the natural healing creative arts is, is that's you. And I'm not saying it's you, but you know what I'm trying to say. It's, 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 I'm describing, describing the purple, you decide what you are, <laughs> not me, but you, I'm describing the purple ray and, um, the abilities that have been, um, shown through, people who have the purple ray as a, in this solar. And you are also able to transform DNA trauma conditioning, basically. And, and that's part of your mission to help others transform that <clears throat> victimhood. Um, and you also have an outer ring of indigo. And indigo is also connected with the third eye 
but it's also the um, little bit of a problem solver type of energy. Um, so your outer ring and your soul essence is indigo. Um, and it, again, it's linked to the third eye, helping to uh, help us all to see beyond the physical. <clears throat> so there is your Neptune in the sixth house, right? That the, It really comes through there. It's the higher order. Your Uranus uh, aligned to Hydra. And your um, angelic support through your uh, Jupiter, for sure. <clears throat> 